welcome to this episode of Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. On this episode, join Charlie, Miranda, Alex, and Mary Rogers as they talk about one of their favorite shows, Parks and Recreation, and give book recommendations for characters like Leslie Nope, Ron Swanson, and everyone's favorite tiny horse, Little Sebastian. Please note that the following audio has been pulled from the Parks and Recommendations Episode 1 video from the Mississippi Library Commission's YouTube channel and has been better edited to fit the podcast format. This is the first part of a three-part series. Stay tuned! Hello, welcome to our show today. We have a new series that we're going to start. It's going to be a three-part series based on a very funny, popular show called Parks and Recreation. Each series is going to be us talking about a different character and making book recommendations for them. My name is Charlie. I'm the moderator here, and I would like to introduce Alex, and she's going to start with her character. Hello, my name is Alex Brower, and I am the Information Services Director here at MLC. So my character is April Ludgate. She is mean to people. She messes with them. She secretly loves things, which is really, I think, what we should all do, especially in public service. And part of my introduction, I have some really terrible trivia that I found on the internet. Although she insults and talks about harming certain people, she has never once been shown to physically assault someone. And really, I want that on my headstone. What else can you really say about someone besides they talk a lot of crap but never actually hit anybody? (laughs) So I have some recommendations pulled. I had a really hard time pulling them together because I overthought everything and I tried to think of the most niche, ridiculous things I knew about her which wasn't really that much. So my first book is a book about the Siberian Husky. Because as we all know, this is her spirit animal according to Donna. And it's right. She's really excited to be a Siberian Husky. And I don't feel like she would necessarily buy this for herself, but it would be a gift from Donna that she would secretly use for self-help. So my second book is I'm Just a Person by Tig Notaro because their humor styles are very similar to me. And while she probably wouldn't read this in public and let people know that she liked humor or smiling or happiness, she would definitely read this at night in the dark when everyone else in her house went to sleep and she would love it. So my third book, so this is called Satanism Today. Oh, (laughs) and first of all, I think this is something she would read in public because it would put people off. It would make them a little uncomfortable, which frankly, she would thrive on. But she wouldn't just use it to make people uncomfortable. She would find recipes, you know, home decor. She would find probably her children's names in here. She just I think she would really dig it because as we know, she loves Halloween. She just really, I think, would get a lot of use from this book. And finally, my last book is Ghosts of the White House. So this is a picture book because as we know from the worst last season that I did not enjoy, although I love the show overall, she has children. (laughs) So instead of happy tales about badgers or love, she would read them about ghosts. So those are the books that I would pick 
for April Ludgate. She would probably hate all of them and never say anything nice to me, but it would be okay. <laughs> I think those are on point. Right, right. I feel like, what was her cousin's name? The the creepy guy that was just lurking all the time. Warren. Oh. Yes, I feel like he would like the Satanism today. He would like the Satanism today. They would probably Mod Podge that. Yeah. You know? They would take it to like golf book club or whatever they do. Yeah. Do a nice mural in the front of their house of the cover. Yeah. All right, uh, Mary Rogers, you're up next. All right. Well, hi, I'm Mary Rogers Beal, and I'm the Talking Book Services Director here at MLC. Um, my character is the main character, Leslie Nope, and <laughs> she is my role model. You know, I try to be as positive as she is sometimes, is sometimes but nobody can be as positive as Leslie Nope, I feel. <laughs> Some things that Leslie loves, she loves the government. <laughs> she loves cute things. <laughs> She loves waffles, and of course she loves Ben and Ann, Ben Wyatt, her husband, and Ann Perkins, her best friend in the world. Some books I picked for Leslie, the first one I picked is a Joe Biden book, because yes. Leslie loves Joe Biden, um, but this one is called Promise Me Dad. I haven't read it yet, but it seems very emotional because it is about the year after Joe Biden found out his son, Bo, had a brain tumor and... They weren't sure, you know, how long he had left. And he's basically balancing being the vice president at the time and being a father and everything that goes with that. And um, just kind of talks about the hardships of that. But I feel like Leslie would just, she would just want any tidbit for Joe Biden that she could get. Oh, yes. The next book I picked for Leslie is called, sorry, I never know where, where to put it. Um, Ember in the Ashes and Ember in the Ashes. I'm sorry. It is by Saba Tahir and I picked this because we all know how much Leslie Nope loves Harry Potter yes and <laughs> I wanted to pick something that was kind of in the same vein but different this one is in a dystopia and war and everything and so I just feel like Leslie would really enjoy that and you know she wouldn't be a huge fiction person I feel but I think it would kind of get her out of her government box so it would kind of be a good also make Anne read it and talk yeah. about how much Anne loves it when <laughs> Anne just forced. had to read it because Leslie yeah. made her <laughs> and it's also a series so she could also make Anne read all of them with her okay and my last book I'm, I'm excited about this one is the feminist icon cross stitch mm-hmm. you know you can cross stitch Cleopatra and Marie Curie and just Michelle Obama and I just know how much Leslie loves crafts and she's a feminist and she just takes you know all of her inspiration from you know powerful women and she would just really enjoy being able to craft and in a different outlet yeah that would probably be where all of her Christmas presents came from Everyone gets a feminist icon. Christmas. Maybe not Christmas. Birthdays. Galentine's. Galentine's. <laughs> Random Tuesday. All right. Now is Miranda's turn. Okay. Uh, my name is Miranda Vaughn. I am a reference and archives librarian here at MLC. And my character is Chris Traeger. Chris um, actually came to Pawnee in season two as a state auditor And he falls in love with Pawnee and ends up taking a city manager position there and stays. Chris is an interesting character because as upbeat and positive as Leslie Nope is, 
Chris is like 10 times worse. <laughs> like he is so upbeat and so positive. And his goal in life is to live to be 150 years old. He wants to be the first person to live that long. So he's a health nut, but he also like, he starts therapy at some point And is like, he shares all this wisdom that he learns in therapy. Like, it's just, he's all about the wellness and the fitness and all of that. The first book that I wanted to recommend to him is called Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. He is no longer a monk, uh, but he just kind of shares the wisdom and things that he learned in his years being a monk. Um, there's a lot of stuff about like how to reduce stress and improve focus. I feel like this is something that Chris would be interested in for his like spiritual health and to navigate life and all that. The second book I'm recommending to Chris is called Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind by Yuval Harari. Um, it kind of just goes to like the beginning of humankind up until today and talks about all different kinds of things, um, the way we interact with each other and the way that certain events in history kind of show us about the emotional side of human beings. There's like some sciencey stuff with like evolution and all that. And then there's some more like emotional related stuff. So a little bit of everything. So I feel like this is something that Chris would like because he's so interested in like living forever, basically. Also, I feel like he's, he probably reads a lot of self-help books, a lot of books like I just mentioned. So he probably doesn't do a lot of fiction, but because he's so interested in wellness and all that and being just a well-rounded citizen of the world, I feel like he would definitely purposefully incorporate fiction, but like fiction with a purpose. So I think he would probably stick with like maybe some classics and stuff, but also something that's entertaining. So I went with The Count of Monte Cristo, which is a classic. It also has a male protagonist that I feel like he would be, enjoy reading about. And there's action and adventure and a little bit of romance if he wants to get in touch with his feminine side. Yeah, I think that this would be something that he would enjoy reading for entertainment and for, you know, just to feel more cultured and all of that. So those are my selections for him. <laughs> so I'm Charlie Simpkins. I forgot to say earlier, I'm the digital consultant at the Mississippi Library Commission. And I'm doing another one of the main characters, um, Ron Swanson. While on the surface, he seems to be a simple man with simple desires. He is kind of a complex person. Things that he does don't always make sense. He does not believe in big government. He doesn't believe in what he considers to be frivolous spending, but then he works for the, he's the head of the department of Parks and Rec, and he feels like his department is frivolous spending. And one of my book recommendations, whenever Leslie wrote a book about Pawnee, she get, went to give him a copy and he said, that normally he only reads nautical novels and manifestos he wrote himself, but he'll gladly make an exception for this. My first recommendation would be In the Heart of the Sea, The Tragedy of the Whaleship Essex by Nathaniel Philbrick. And it tells the tale of the Essex, which was a whale ship. Um, it got attacked by a sperm whale in November 1820. And the crew that survived well they started getting dehydrated and starving and some of them died well they were finally rescued 
to talk about the cruise ordeal, he uses one of the cabin boys memoirs that he released after that. And then he also used the first ship's mate, which was published immediately after the ordeal. So my second recommendation is the bacon Bible, more than 200 recipes for bacon. You never knew you needed by Peter Sherman and Stephanie Banez. The author Peter Sherman, he has a, bacon themed gastro pub or he did at least and so the book is pretty much how you can incorporate bacon into every meal that you eat which i don't think you would need to convince ron i think he could use this to justify to other people hey you need to get your daily dose of bacon yes well i think we all know he would not go to a gastro pub no so he could get the experience at home by just eating all the bacon recipes definitely and then my last choice because of the man that he is and he's really rugged he likes to do outdoor stuff later in the series uh spoiler alert close your ears if you haven't seen all of it if Um, you haven't seen it stop listening to this podcast (laughs) definitely watch it and then come back he ends up being over the national park service was that correct like he I think Leslie was over it, but he worked there. Yeah, yeah like he was over one of the there. camps. My last selection would be The Last American Man by Elizabeth Gilbert, which came out in 2002. And this is, I feel like, something that Ron could identify with. It tells the true story of Eustace Conway. He grew up in a comfortable suburban family um, household. And he decided to leave it all behind and move to the Appalachian Mountains. He lived there for two decades. And then he was also trying to get people to give up their materialistic lifestyles and go back to a minimalistic, in-touch-with-nature type of life. And I really believe Ron would connect with that type of philosophy. Oh, yeah. I feel like that screams Ron Swanson. It's his eat, pray, love. So those those are my selections. So with these, we got a a series of three for Parks and Rec. Each one we're going to close out with a special segment. And Alex is going to introduce our first special segment. So the first special segment, it's about Lil Sebastian. What would you read to Lil Sebastian, you know, if you could bring him back or, you know, remember his spirit while you're reading this book? In my book, is called A Bargain for Francis because it just, my grandmother used to read me all the Francis books and you see she's like a little badger thing and she just does all these activities in her little pastel home and she's just a little bit mean but she learns a lesson at the end. She, it's so snuggly. It just reminds me of happy times when I was a kid. It is a little bit about sharing, you know, a little bit about trickery. And I think he would just really enjoy sitting in this field with me, listening to my story that I sort of remember from when I was a kid. So anyway, that is my pick for the little Sebastian specialty hour or whatever the official title is that I don't remember. And I think Mary Rogers goes next. Yes. Well, my pick for little Sebastian is, well, this is Mad About Madeline. So this has the original Madeline um, and then five others. So I figure why not have six books in one, you know, 
just keep going. Or snuggle time. Right. Like just make it even longer. Um, but I remember just loving the Madeline books when I was little, you know, Madeline was a little sassy and she wasn't afraid to call things out. She wasn't afraid to speak her mind. And then I feel like little Sebastian, you know, he would just want to know about this little girl going to school in France. Um, but yeah, the Madeline books were just always, I don't know, they were part of my childhood. So of course I would share them with little Sebastian. Okay. Um, my pick for little Sebastian, I only have a picture of the cover because I don't think we have one on the shelf, but I think Charlie can correct me if I'm wrong. I think we have a kit for this. Um, the little engine that could. We have a sensory story time kit for that. So you have a lovely little children's story about just trying and trying and eventually you'll make it. That was my recommendation for Sebastian, little Sebastian. The perfect suggestion. He overcame a lot of medical difficulties, you know? <laughs> he did. He was a survivor mm-hmm. until he passed away. All right. Well, yes, but you, <laughs> everybody is, I think, until wow. you are no longer alive. <laughs> this took a dark turn. I was not expecting that. I was not either. Wow. <laughs> On a lighter note, my recommendation, or what I would like to read with little Sebastian, is my favorite picture book. It's called Kitten's First Full Moon by Kevin Hinkies. Essentially, this little kitten, it's her first full moon. She's out on the porch, and she wants a nice bowl of milk. She sees the moon and thinks it's a bowl of milk and starts trying to get to it and goes on this adventure. It's all about perseverance, and I think little Sebastian could identify with that just because of, well, I mean, everybody loved him, but he had Jerry as a glucose buddy, so that was kind of... They were all in the same diabetes medication. (laughs) (laughs) One of the things he survived, sort of. Little Sebastian will definitely do those. And 5,000 candles, that's all I can say. Mm -hmm. Stuck in my head already, just so you know. (laughs) So that is the end of our first episode of our Parks and Recommendations. And we will be back with two more. And... We hope you will check out some of the books that we recommend to your favorite characters. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. We hope you will tune in next time, and we encourage you to visit your local public library office.